I'll tell you what, uh, one of the best sports bars in the state, not just in Milwaukee, but in the state. Uh, I love Stenny's, second and national Walker's Point downtown. And I've always told you they run shuttles to all the games and events that are going on in the Milwaukee area, Packers games, Badgers games and such. But uh, they are now bringing that in the area to Lake Country. They're going to be the old Boomers, which is, for those that are familiar with, say, the Milwaukee area, uh, Brookfield area, there's Boomers, which is... uh, out on Watertown, and uh, they're going to be opening that up probably in the March, in the month of March, they're shooting for, I know. They've completely gutted the place, and they're building it back bigger, better than ever. Um, but, uh, man, the new Stenny's, I, I can't wait for. So they're going to have their second location. Stenny's Lake Country is coming. Look for that. But until then, the traditional, the best, the cheers of Milwaukee is Stenny's. Second to National Walker's Point, as they always say, Stenny's. You should be here and believe that, too. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, for those that say, hey, Aaron Rodgers, you're washed up. You can't do it anymore. You look bad. You look old. You're only a step behind Tom Brady. This is what he has to say for you. We're feeling each other out on offense, and and our defense played pretty damn good. And a lot of people said I was uh, what did I say? washed, uh, couldn't really play anymore. Washed, yeah. Uh, wasn't the same. And then I won two MVPs in a row. Is that good? With Without really doing anything different. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of the same sentiment this year. Um, you know, I have a lot of comments about uh, a lot of that that I like to keep to myself or I'll share, you know, off air just because out of respect for the whole process and just, you know, some things uh, don't need to be said. I think are more understood uh, implicitly, but nice. um, do I still think I can play? Of course, of course. Can I play at a high level? Yeah, the highest. I think I can win MVP again. In the right situation. Um, right situation. Is that Green Bay or is that somewhere else? I'm not sure. Well, um, oh, geez, here we go. Here we go. Is that Green Bay? I thought he was the one that said, uh, "I'm a Green Bay Packer for the rest of my career." Here we go. God, I hate this. Don't get me wrong, okay? Don't get me wrong. Uh, On one hand, it is tremendous for our business, for what Ben and I do here each and every day, for the four hours we fill each and every day, and what we discuss each and every day. It's good. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Let's keep it 100 here. But as a fan... Here we go again. Uh, Rogers had more to say. Take a listen. But I don't think you should shut down any, you know, opportunity. Like I said, during the season, it's got to be, you know, both uh, both sides, uh, you know, like actually wanting, you know, to work together moving forward. And uh, I think there's, you know, more conversations to be had. Um I think no player wants to be part of any type of rebuild. I said that years ago. Um, reloads are a lot of fun because you feel like you're close. You're only a couple guys away. This game is about relationships. It's about the players you play with and count on, even if uh, they don't maybe show up huge in the stat book. A guy like Mercedes Lewis is an important cog in the wheel of the locker room and the momentum of the team. That's a guy I want to finish my career with, you know. Oh, if geez. I'm playing, I want that guy next to me, you know. 
I want the Randall Cobbs of the world, if he wants to keep playing, in my locker room. Guys you can win with. You know, Alan Lazard, Bobby Tunyon, Dave Bakhtiari. Um, there's a lot of interesting names that um, we'll see, you know, their, uh, you know, desire to re-sign these certain guys who are glue guys in the locker room will be an interesting conversation to be had. Um, take all that away, I still, you know, need to mentally get to a point where I feel 100% locked in and ready to uh, to play a 19th season. And if I do, then we'll rock and roll and figure that out. If I don't, then we'll uh, go into the jungles for a while. Oh, my God. I... This is like a whole show tomorrow. I'm going to cut those together again and just play them coming out of every break. Uh, So in other words, if they, you know, now here we go. So I, I, I'm kind of pissed. You said you needed Tanyan. You said you needed Bakhtiar. You needed Big Dog. You needed Cobb. You needed Lazard. All those guys he wanted. Those are the guys I need to win with. You didn't win. You didn't win with them. That's just it. You didn't win. And now he says, well, I'm going to wait and see what, what they do to resign these guys or bring these guys back. So... In other words, if these guys aren't brought back, you're going to hold the team hostage? Is that what the indication is? Is that what he's saying, Ben? Is, do, you, is, do you believe that's what he's saying? Uh, I don't know if that will be the end-all, be-all, frankly. Um, I Like, I don't know if it'll hinge on whether they come back, but it, it could be, like, maybe not all of them, but the idea of keeping guys like that around. But the fact he always mentions them specifically makes you think that it, Lizard, it is about he that. Di- he didn't, in the biggest moments, in two games, he didn't throw the ball to Lazard. He looked at him and said, no, not you. I'm going to go to Devontae. I, man, here we go. It's on ESPN right now. Breaking news. Rodgers doesn't know what he wants to do. Oh, my God. As someone who started uh, working in this market probably a week after this whole saga began, I I genuinely wonder what was discussed before this. Because it's been every day. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It never ends. Is Pat McAfee in a cowboy hat because of the Cowboys' win last night, by the way? Um, man. This other, we'll pick up with this tomorrow on the program, but he, he lost his I can win with them card. You know, and it, it, it just... Uh, it, it's it's a little ridiculous. Is there more, Ben? I'm still going more? through it. I okay. 
I don't know, but but I'll if, if there is, I'll definitely have it tomorrow. Yeah. It it's I get the level of talent he has. I understand it. But this uh this I you know, uh, oh, I'm I'm kind of pissed. I'm going to take a quick break. Otherwise, I'm going to say something that's stupid. Uh, I'm going to take a break. We're going to uh, step away. We'll come back, wrap things up next on the Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. Packers place kicker Mason Crosby says although he'll be a free agent, he wants to come back for another year in Green Bay. Crosby says for the first time in years, he was surrounded by a good cast, like punter placeholder Pat O'Donnell, long snapper Jack Coco, and special teams coordinator Rich Bisaccia. I, you know, working with Pat and Jack and, uh, you know, the guys in this room and uh, working with Rich and, um, you know, he just lit a fire back into me to just, uh, you know, push and keep working and, um, you know, he, he pushed me every day to compete and do all those things. And I feel like that energy alone just uh, makes me want to keep going. But the Packers have been continuously working out other place kickers and keeping an extra one or two on the practice squad. GM Brian Gutekunst was asked why. Ever since the COVID year, when you kind of had that fear of Saturday morning or Sunday morning waking up and, and one of your kickers or punters got COVID, we started stacking the roster, the practice squad with, with those guys. And I think we'll can, now that the, the practice squad will stay at 16, I, don't, I think we'll probably do that regardless from here on out. Last night on Monday Night Football, the Cowboys place kicker, Brent Maher, missed four point-after touchdown kicks. An NFL record, but Dallas held on to win 31-14 to in Tampa Bay. Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady threw 66 passes in the loss as the underdog. You know, sometimes you get lucky, but most of the time, you know, the, the team that earns it, you know, wins. And they played good all year. They played good tonight. They played well as a team. They were very coordinated. They played well on offense, played well defensively. They missed some kicks on special teams, but, you know, we just we just couldn't get enough done offensively to put any pressure on them. Up next, the Cowboys face the 49ers in San Francisco. Mike McCarthy says the Cowboys' offensive line did a good job against the Bucks' tough defensive front. Uh, they challenged us in the box, and we were still able to stay committed to the run game and grind it out. And defensively, I, I just thought we, you know, we were all over them as soon as we got off the bus. I mean, I, I just thought our defense set to really set the tempo for the game. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. The need for speed will come back this summer, and there's no better place to go than our friends at Great Lakes Dragaway. Great Lakes Dragaway, Union Grove, Wisconsin, down there the Racine-Kenosha border. And whether it's your own car, dragsters you want to watch, motorcycles you want to watch, the need for speed, it's there, and they've got it for you. Check out the 2023 passes going on right now and all the different events that are going to start to book up. That's greatlakesdragaway.com. That's greatlakesdragaway.com. they got a lot of good stuff going on down there. A um, couple of things. First and foremost, uh, Chris Middleton, uh, Giannis, uh, all out tonight, uh, not playing, and Serge Ibaka still gone. That we, The Bucks. we haven't even talked about the Bucks. The Bucks are kind of a mess right now. Uh, between uh, the knee sorenesses, the guys that can and can't play, Serge Ibaka wanting out, um, and what's going on with that team. And it's just, it does not look like it's got championship medal right now. Uh, you better hope that uh, after the All-Star break, they wrap their arms around this thing to make a stretch run because it does not look great 
Uh, it's not to say they can't win because they can. They still have some of the most talented, you know, some of the one of the most talented rosters there is. And Giannis is still Giannis, but they got some issues uh, without a doubt. So, Ben, I, uh, I said going into the break that I was pissed. And I, I got to go through this again. This is Aaron Rodgers again talking to Pat McAfee today about, you know, the contemplation of the future and what he wants. Take a listen. Game is about relationships. It's about the players you play with and count on, even if uh, they don't maybe show up huge in the stat book. A guy like Mercedes Lewis is an important cog in the wheel of the locker room and the momentum of the team. That's a guy I want to finish my career with, you know. If I'm playing, I want that guy next to me, you know. I want the Randall Cobbs of the world, if he wants to be playing, in my locker room. Guys you can win with. You know, Alan Lazard, Bobby Tunyon, Dave Bakhtiari. Um, there's a lot of interesting names that um, we'll see, you know, their, uh, you know, desire to re-sign these certain guys who are glue guys in the locker room will be an interesting conversation to be had. Um, take all that away, I still, you know, need to mentally get to a point where I feel 100% locked in and ready to uh, to play a 19th season. And if I do, then we'll rock and roll and figure that out. If I don't, then we'll... Uh, going to the jungles for a while. So there you go. First of all, I like the fact that he says, it's my locker room. It's the Green Bay Packers, not the Green Bay Rodgers. Um, and I think somebody needs to remind him of that. Secondly, as much of a leader as he is. Secondly, I know he says it's not things that show up in the stand. I, I, I agree with that. There are certain guys that are glue guys you got to have. I understand that. But you cannot dictate that all these guys come back when there's only so much money to spend. If you want everybody back, take less money. It's that damn simple. You have got this team locked up. You said it wasn't about the money. It's about the money. It's a lie. I don't. I don't negate you getting the money because that that's fine. Go. You get. You deserve to get paid. But don't then say it's not about the money because that's a lie. But when you have a team that is that committed monetarily to you and you're making a a good portion of the total overall salary and they've kept everybody you wanted them to keep, you can't then dictate that you want more guys to be kept in that locker room, especially coming back from the season you just had when you said, I can win with those guys. No, you can't. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't win with those guys. You were sub-500. And in the game of your life for that particular season, in the do or die, in the win or go home, you went home. And you didn't even go quietly into that good night. You sucked. So don't dictate to people what it is you want on your pedestal when you're not winning. I still think Aaron Rodgers, tremendous player, gives you the best chance to win. But this this whole thing of it's my locker room, I got to have it my way, I got to have this, I got to have that, and then I'm ready, then I'll lock in. Well, okay, so if you come back for the money, are you just playing for the money because you said it wasn't about the money? Remember when you said it wasn't about the money? It wasn't about the money, but it's all about the money because you're taking all the money. It's the hypocrisy and the lies. 
and the little snippets here and there, and I'm going to be coy and I'm going to be cool and I'll talk to you off the air and this and that, you can't just give an answer, you know. Be a man. That's what it's coming down to. Don't quit lying. And that's why people get pissed off. That's why they get sick of it. Uh, Again, Aaron wants to come back. I'm all in. I think Aaron is a tremendous quarterback. I think he's still, and he even just basically said, hey, when they wrote me off last time, I went back-to-back in MVP seasons. I think he's got it in him. I think he can play really well. Hell, I think he can win a championship. But this wears on people, man. You're basically saying right there, right now, if they don't do what I want them to do, I don't think I can come back. You know? That's it. That's it. Man, I wish it was uh, not 2 o'clock right now. I know. Coming up on tomorrow's show, I will lose my ass tomorrow because <laughs> uh, I'm going to think about this and I'm going to play this over and over and over and over and over again in my head and I'm going to probably lose it a couple more times. But that just, that, yeah. Mm-mm. That, uh, that bothered me big time. From the uh, producer suite, though, I will uh, extend a, a thank you to Aaron Rodgers for... <laughs> That right? two I, look, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I get it. I understand it. But man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. Welcome in. Good to have you. Bill Michael show continuing on on this Tuesday. We watched uh, last night, most like in my opinion, what should be the last game in the career of Tom Brady. And then maybe next year for 375 million, he's going to be heading into the broadcast booth for Fox. You would assume, but uh, not a good, uh, not a good night for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That was a bad football team. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, they got in because they were in a really horrific, horrific division. But that was a bad football team, to say the very least. And uh, Dak and company took advantage of it. And they did what they were supposed to do. First road win for the Cowboys since 1992. And dropping 31 on them last night. So, there you go. Now, the Packers, in the meantime, they've got decisions to make. And uh, Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, Conley Media, joining us uh, on the hotline. Rob, how you doing? I'm great. How are you, Billy? I'm good. Um, so let's let's start with uh, your your piece in the uh, in Forbes that I was kind of reading that uh, if indeed the Packers part way part ways with Aaron Rodgers, there's some suitors out there that could possibly take him on, and all the ramifications thereof if that indeed becomes the thing, right? Yeah, and obviously that's the sixty four thousand dollar question this off season, right? And it, and it has been the last the last since the last couple off seasons will. Will 12 be back or not? Um, and we're kind of in a waiting pattern on that, obviously, for the next, I would think, you know, four to six weeks, Billy. They'll, they'll clean it up by late February, you would have to think, with the with the new league year coming early in March. And I would think Green Bay is going to want to know some answers on this, certainly by, you know, the time they go down uh, and bring all their people to the, to the combine in early March. But, you know, Bill, and, and 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 this is why I think you know my personal opinion is it's important for Green Bay um, if, if if they can find a way 
to part ways with Aaron Rodgers, this is the time to do it because they can they can still get some draft capital for him. The longer this plays out with Rodgers being a Packer, you know, he's 39 years old today, Bill. If he's 41 in a couple of years and they and they haven't moved on from him, they're, they're going to get nothing in a trade. I mean, they're, they're not going to get the same draft capital they would have gotten a year or two ago where, you know, a team like Denver gave up, gave up the moon to go and get a Russell Wilson. But I still think, Bill, they can get maybe a one and a three something like that if they were able to move on from Rodgers this offseason. Um, there are a handful of teams that are that are you know, have, have general managers on the hot seat that that they're, that they're kind of in a in a win now or or be done with the you know with, with kind of their current uh, path in terms of an organization that that are out there. Uh, Indianapolis, for example, which has tried a number of quarterbacks uh, since Andrew Luck retired, is is going to be desperate for a quarterback. Uh, the New York Jets, I think, missed miserably with Zach Wilson. Uh, that, that's a really good roster, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Some young talent on the off- offensive side. I, I think they would love to get in the Aaron Rodgers uh, bidding. You, you, look, you look at a team like Tennessee, uh, Bill, who's, who's got a defensive-minded head coach who could probably take me and you and, and, and Benny in there and Ebo and, and, and hold teams to 24 <laughs> points a game because Mike Vrabel's that good. Uh, he's got the best running back, arguably, in football. And you throw Aaron Rodgers, who already is, you know, has land and a house down in, in Tennessee into, into that mix, um, you know, because they're kind of in a – they're done with Ryan Tannehill. They're, they're kind of in a, in a win now with Derrick Henry mode or, or, or blow the whole thing up and start over. Uh, you know, a team like Washington, Bill, I, I know Green Bay would, does, would, would never want to keep Rodgers inside the conference if possible. But if they do turn the page on to Jordan Love, Billy, um, it's it's going to be a deal where they're going to be in a mini rebuild, and, and at least Washington's not in the same division. Uh, Washington again has, has has a terrific young defense. You know the four first rounders on the defensive line, three pretty good wide receivers to for Rodgers to go play catch with. Uh, you know, and then the last one I outlined in the story, Bill, was was reuniting with Devontae Adams, maybe in Las Vegas, who's obviously moving on from Carr and. And and uh, you know there's there's a, there's eight years of really good history built up with Rodgers and Devontae and and maybe something like that would work. So it, it, Bill, I mean that's we're we're putting the cart before the horse, obviously, in, in in a story like that. But it is fun to to kind of speculate. I mean, we're, we're ever, everyone's in a waiting and a holding period with Aaron Rodgers, and he loves that. That that guys like you are are talking about him every day on the radio. That guys like me are writing about him every couple of days. And, you know, whatever website or newspaper that that people are, uh, you know, writing about him in, and that that he's still the talk of, you know, the state of Wisconsin in in, in the middle of January, and and, and Aaron loves that. Trust me. So um, we will we'll wait and see. Rogers kind of has the Packers held hostage, even though he says I'm not going to hold them hostage until he gives them some kind of answer. Bill, they're 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 in a holding pattern with where they're going to go at quarterback for 2023. What, uh, with some of the guys that are coming up, you look at uh, the restructure like an Aaron Jones. They just redid Elton Jenkins, but now you got Bakhtiari, you've got uh, Mason Crosby, you've got numerous guys that you could part ways with, even Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. I mean, is there anybody you're considering bringing back? Well, so so you, you mentioned a couple there. You know, guys like Bakhtiari and Jones are obviously under contract for for next year. Bakhtiari, I think, is on the books for a little over 29 Aaron Jones is about 20, Bill. 
Um, I, I think if those guys are going to come back, they're going to come back at you know restructured or smaller deals. And it's not out of the uh, it's not out of the question that the Packers take a Zadarius Smith approach. You know, with one of those players, the most likely one would be David Bakhtiari. I would I would think, um, and and just move on from the particular player. Now, in Bakhtiari's case, Bill, they would you know they they would take a pretty significant dead cap hit. Uh, in 2023, I think his number there is like 23 million. So they'd save like six against the cap with with Bakhtiari. So obviously for both sides, it would make some sense to to go ahead and restructure that. When it when it comes more specifically, Billy, to you know to their free agents and and I almost you know the the way he played certainly the last eight weeks of the season, I would almost put Keyshawn Nixon as the number one free agent that they have to find a way to bring back. But but you outlined a few of them there. I mean and. And 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 Green Bay is going to have some tough decisions. Nixon, uh, Adrian Amos, uh, Randall Cobb. You mentioned uh, Bobby Tunyon, Alan Lazard, guys like that. Um, Bill, they are in salary cap hell. They're they've kicked the can down the road about as far as they can with so many of these these contracts. Um, you know, I, I I look today at at, at a couple things, spot track places like that, and. And, and they're projected to be 14, 15 million over the cap before doing anything um, in, you know, in, in, in terms of trying to bring back these particular free agents. So I, I, you know, I don't know exactly where the money comes from and unless you can eventually move on from Aaron Rodgers and that, and that enormous price tag that, that he's going to carry. Um, and even then, Bill, you only get a certain amount of salary cap relief based, you know, based on moving him after June 1, which makes the most sense for Green Bay. So, so the numbers are going to be extremely tricky for Brian Gutekunst, for Russ Ball, to, to try to balance the books next year. I, Bill, I think at the end of the day, what you're going to see in Green Bay is a, is a significantly younger team in 2023. In essence, I, I, you know, I know because they don't go out and make the big splashes all the time in free agency Fans don't think they're quote unquote going for it, but Green Bay really has gone for it the last couple of years by bringing back a lot of these high-priced veterans they had on the roster um, and 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 the salary cap numbers that they carried. They really were going all in with Aaron Rodgers. Well, you know the Visa bill is coming due, the the Mastercard bill is due this year, and 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 they've got you know they, they've got significant cap issues, Billy, and and they you know they they can move a little bit of it down the road again. But but the bottom line is I, I think they're going to have 20 players somewhere in that range playing for the league minimum. And and when you when you get a roster like that, Bill, um, it's it's going to be tough to keep up with some of these some of these other teams that have their books and their financial situation a, a little more balanced and in line. Um, it, it's going to be it's going to be very hard, Billy, for Green Bay to be better than a 500 football team next year. The way things are shaping up salary cap wise. Um, that was going to be my next question. I mean, everybody says, and I say it too, that Rodgers probably gives you the best chance to win, but you also have to put the pieces around him to be able to do it. So, you know, do you do you run it back? I mean, if you're Goody, do you run it back for one more year, try to do everything you can, and then say, hey, when – and then obviously you're going to have to figure out what you want to do with Jordan Love. Uh, and, and put it this way, if you know Jordan Love can play – like they knew Rodgers could play, don't you just find it really easy to make the move now and just say, you know what, uh, you know, make your decision, yes or no, much like they did with Favre? I mean, if you believe that, that Jordan loves your guy, otherwise you wouldn't hesitate, right? Correct. I, 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 well, you know, uh, uh, yes and no, Bill. I mean, it's, it's kind of a two-tiered answer there. Um, to, to me, there's not a lot of sense to bring him back 
either way. Um, you, you've tried this 12 straight years since the Super Bowl win in 2010, and and you've gotten absolutely nothing to show for it. And, and his skill set, Rodgers, that is, has declined dramatically. I mean, I father time gets everybody. The question is, did it get Aaron Rodgers in 2022? Um, he, he will have a lot of questions to answer in 2023 coming back if he can recapture some of the magic that led to MVPs in 2020 and 2021 because he was nowhere near the same player in 2022, Bill, uh, that, that he was the, the, the previous two years. And even in those years, Bill, you know, the playoff disappointments are really hard to overlook and to, and to overcome. His fourth quarter meltdowns the last couple of years, and I consider the Lions game uh, a couple of weeks ago, Bill, even, you know, that, that in itself was a playoff game. So you look at, you look at their last three elimination games on the home field, Tampa Bay in the NFC title game in 2020, um, San Francisco last year in, in the divisional round, and then Detroit the other night. And, Billy, in those, in those three games in the fourth quarter alone, Rodgers was 10 of 24 for 83 yards, and his passer rating was 33.9. He, he hasn't been good in the postseason since that run to a Super Bowl title in 2010. So, I, you know, I, I continue to say, what's the definition of insanity, right? It's, it, it's doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. And I kind of think that's where, where Green Bay is right now. Um, that they're, gonna, they're an organization paralyzed by fear, uh, the fear of the unknown. But, but at some point in time, they've got to rip off the Band-Aid and they've got to take the leap. The problem is they've given so much power and control of this relationship to Aaron Rodgers that, that they've kind of just got to wait and see what he wants to do. I mean, they guaranteed him, Billy, $101 million of, of uh, guaranteed money in the first two years of, of, of this contract that, that they did a year ago. So if Rodgers does want to come back and play, they're, they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. They can tell him, I guess, he could be the backup or, or they want to move on from him or they're, or they're going to trade him. But Rodgers does have you know, all the hand and, and all the power in, in this, you know, in this quote unquote marriage with the Packers. So, um, you know, to me, Billy, the best case scenario is that, that Rogers would either a retire or B uh, he would say to the Packers, you know what? I'd like to try it with another team. You know, I'd like to try it in Tennessee. I'd like to try it again with Devante. I'd, I'd like to try it, uh, you know, with, with the jets, whoever that team turns out to be and green Bay can turn the page and find out if, if Jordan Love is the guy or not. Um, I, I think they do believe, Billy, that Jordan Love can play, and, and I, you know, I, I think there's a, there's a belief inside the organization, not to the same extent that it was back in, in 08 with Aaron Rodgers, and because I do think a lot of people at that point in time believe Rodgers was even a better player already than Brett Favre was you know, 15 years ago. I, I don't think the belief is that strong right now in the organization, but I think there's a lot of folks inside that building, Billy, that think, uh, Jordan Love can turn into a really quality starter in this league. Not maybe not a top five guy, but somewhere in that ten to fifteen range. And if you put enough pieces and a good enough roster around him, uh, you will be a consistent playoff team. And and I would think Brian Gutekunst, too, who you know traded up and kind of put his his uh, you know neck on the line in the in the in the Jordan Love uh, pick three years ago, Billy. I would think Brian Gutekunst at some point in time owes it to himself to find out if Jordan Love is that guy. And it just seems to me when, when you can still get something for Aaron Rodgers in a trade, which the Packers could this particular offseason, um, if they can come to some type of agreement with Rodgers that this is the right time to move on, I think it makes sense for all parties to do it uh, you know, before you, before you get to kickoff in, in September of 2023. 
Well, I talk with Rob Reichel, at Rob Reichel over on Twitter, Forbes.com, Conley Media. Real quick before I let you go, Rob, so uh, give me your – so all the opinions of what we have and what we want to see and what we think will happen are out there. What do you actually – on opening day of 2023, is Aaron Rodgers the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers? I would say yes. I think he will wind up See, being the too. quarterback. I, I I think he plays this out about another month, Bill. Knowing how Rodgers operates, it wouldn't surprise me on the Saturday night before uh, whoever it is, before theoretically, let's just say we see the the Bills and the Eagles in the Super Bowl, that where, where on a Saturday night before that game, Rodgers left news out. So on Sunday, everybody in the world, uh, all these network guys are talking about Aaron Rodgers coming back. Um, and you know, if he does say he wants to come back, Billy, it, it does put, it does really, like I touched on earlier, it, it puts the Packers in a bind. It puts them in a tough situation. They could play hardball with the guy, uh, again, kind of like they did with Favre back in the summer of 08 and, and, and tell him, you know, you, you, the, the ship has sailed, your time has passed. I don't think this organization is going to do it. Mark Murphy turned 68 this summer, Bill. I'm not convinced he wants to go out his last couple of years with a rebuild. You know, remember at 70, the mm-hmm. Packers move on from move on right. from the president. I think Mark Murphy's got a big hand in this, uh, how, how it's all playing out. And, and I'm not convinced that he wants to turn it over and start a mini rebuild with a Jordan Love or whoever else it, it turns out to be. So, yeah, that's kind of a long-winded answer, which is which is what I do, I guess, Billy. But um, you know, the, the the bottom line is, yes, I, I think Rogers, after a few weeks here, is going to say he wants back, and and the Packers are going to going to try to run it back, and and, and we're going to be sitting here, you know, in in November, December again, talking probably about a 500 football team that's fighting to get into the playoffs, which is all I think they would be a year from now with Rogers, Bill. There you go, Rob. That's why I bring you on, buddy. I appreciate it, pal. Okay. Always fun. Thanks, Billy. Talk to you. There you go. Rob Reichel joining us for a couple of minutes on the hotline, and uh, that's the reason I wanted to get him on, because the opinion of what people believe should happen versus the opinion of what people think will happen, I think, are somewhat different. Um, I I agree with Rob. I agree with Rob. I think uh, Rogers is coming back. I think that this will be the last runabout for Rogers in Green Bay. Um, depending on how he plays next year. But I also think that they will do everything they can. I I think I've taken some pieces of advice uh, from people that I know that are close to that organization that have said uh, there is legacy tied to this. Mark Murphy wants a championship before he goes. And Rodgers wants a championship before he goes. Those two together, not necessarily that they're communicating with one another, saying, let's run it back together for you and for me, uh, but for their own legacies. I really believe that they are going to do anything and everything they can to kick the can down the road, find as much money as possible, and which is Russ Ball's task, and to run as much money as they can at this team and try to do it one more time. I really believe that's what they're going to do. I really believe that's what they're going to do. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, our friends at JL Tire remind you when it comes to money, you don't have to spend a ton uh, because they will do everything they can to save you money on your auto repairs, on your things like, we'll say, oil changes, uh, tire rotations, and new tires, uh, all that kind of stuff, brake jobs. They can help you out. JL Tire, whether it's uh, you know, a minivan, soccer mom, uh, sales over the road, sedans, coupes, uh, your little hot rod thing that sounds like a uh, an egg beater, or all the way up to the big rigs. 
that are heading down our highways right now, right there on the Johnson Creek exit off of 94, that's the place to go, and I trust them. I, I drive the extra mileage just to go there because I trust them. That's how good they are. That's our friends at JNL Tire. And not to mention, they do great things in their community. They donate a lot of time and money back to their community out in the Watertown area, the Johnson Creek area. They also have a shop up in Watertown, in case you're interested. Uh, go to jnltire.com. That is jnltire.com. That's jnltire.com. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio, the Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.